With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And welcome to the Terrace Podcast. My name is Craig Cairns, and you are probably sick of the sound of my voice by now. I am a very tired Craig Cairns, and I'm joined by a very tired Chris Awellamo. How you doing, Chris? Good morning, mate. Yeah, very good, thank you. Very good. Yeah, I just got uh, I see a lot of a lot of uh, uh, miles in the in the car. It takes its toll. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling your pain this morning. So it's uh, yeah, you just got to kick on, haven't we? We're very fortunate, aren't we? So we just got to kind of keep in the positive frame of mind, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll 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 pick you up this morning, mate. Don't you worry about it. We did manage to meet though um, for the first time, even though we've been doing this for quite a while. Now we met for the first time. We kind of coordinated our daily exercise, I think you call it. Uh, we went for a walk together. That's right. Yeah, I came up. Obviously, I drove up uh, for the the sports scene show, and then we went a, a, a nice uh, nice walk, didn't we, into into Glasgow and back f- uh, to the hotel, and then I've uh, I've just walked over to the studio. So it was nice to actually meet you face to face, mate. Yeah, I think we- you could have brought a coffee. I think you could have brought a couple of coffees. I know it was my my treat. You, you promised me a Starbucks. It. I did, I did. There is a Starbucks at the bottom of the hotel, which was completely, the hotel was dead. So I'm just sitting thinking, you know what, but... Uh, the whole area around uh, there was yeah. a ghost town, wasn't it? The whole Pacific yeah. Key See, area, this is, yeah. This, you know that, you know that, Craig. With that knowledge, <laughs> I still think you could you could up the game a little bit and maybe brought me a little, you know what I mean, a little Americano. I should have known that. made that walk a little bit better, you know? It was a fantastic walk, but it would have made that walk. It had just been, you know, the cherry on top. You uh, were but, uh, obviously up doing sports scene. Uh, it's the first time you've done it in a while, given the because of the restrictions. And uh, how how yeah. is it to get back into that? Cover a bit no, of Scottish fantastic. football. Yeah, you know, great. It was great. A lot of goals. You know, some some big results. Uh, really good night. But like you say, the production team and all that. It was just good to get amongst it again. So hopefully, uh, hopefully once there is a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel and that will relax and hopefully I'll be getting up there a couple of times 
a month and then like you say you know if it's relaxed we can have a proper cup of coffee maybe a little a little meal but it was a good it was you know I'm a Celtic fan so I'm it wasn't a great night Celtic got the result but Rangers still just getting the result just keep doing and, it and, and, do, and doing what it takes you know and, and I thought it was a real good opportunity for, for Hibs the other night you know I think uh, Jack Ross has set them up well they'd went with a with a three a five at the back uh, and I thought it, it really it really kind of made things difficult for Rangers but and they created chances as well you know in that in that first half uh, you know uh, Christian Doidge he, he did he had opportunities and it's just that final bit of quality that I touched on in the show that uh, that, that, that that was the difference and like you say Rangers are just going to keep going keep going and, and, and the goal was fantastic but the goal itself from a Rangers point of view great one touch play fantastic finish from from Morelos you know great I think it was a rebo little one round the corner it was a great but, move Ryan, it was a really great move yeah, but, yeah, but Ryan Portis can yeah. nip that move in the bud by not even following his man. It's, Morelos got away from him far too easily, but Portis there, he's looking right across the line. If he steps up, just that 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 one second it takes to do the the three the three step shuffle, Morelos is offside. Yeah, I know. And it's just as simple things like that. I think know, he's distracted, it, isn't it was, he? Was, is he not distracted by the run of? Can't remember who it is that's making the run down the right. But I think Jack, he, he it might, was Ryan Jack. That was it was, yeah. it was Jack that was making the run, and he's just and I understand. But po- that's not your worry. Mm-hmm. The danger is in the centre of the goal. That your your job is to protect the goal. And I just felt that Portis, he was he was he was distracted by the run of Jack, but still then step up. If he steps up, he's. Morelos is off and, and and what was an excellent move by Rangers would have just been snuffed out you know I think there's talk about the the stamp from Morelos that there was uh, McGregor also a little stamp later on in the game both are red cards in my opinion I don't know I have no idea how uh, how the referee is is missed is missed the Morelos one because he's looking right at it with a whistle in his mouth it's just maybe maybe the views covered with the, the Neapotes but still, you can see that there's intent there. And to be fair, Craig, I'm, I'm looking at the McGregor one as well. He's, I think, uh, he's, he's through the Rangers player to the ground. And yeah, the see, I'm he, not sure the actual foot coming down on his legs de- uh, deliberate though. I think, I think you're right. Craig, that he's, I'm telling you, he's, he's ragdolling him. But I, I'm, I'm telling you, is okay. I'm telling you, is you, <laughs> you have you ever have you ever? And it's one of these. Have you ever you? You've seen something last minute on the floor, yeah, aye. and then you take your foot out the way, or you start you? to step he, on it and you let the weight fall. Yeah, uh, so exactly. you let your weight he, fall to the side. But Morelos kind of pretends that he's doing that, I suppose, doesn't he? Yeah. Or we're talking about McGregor, sorry, aren't we? Yeah, we're talking about both. Yeah, both, both, both can be can be missed. Morelos is a little bit more blatant, but McGregor, I think he knows what he's doing as well. You know, I think he can he can definitely miss uh, the Rangers player on the ground. Uh, and I don't understand. I think the referees booked McGregor because he's he basically wrestled him to the floor. Mm. He's up, he's missed that he's missed that stamp. But he's actually up to McGregor after Morelos is uh, is, is 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 basically stamped on uh, Portis and says, "I've seen it, I've seen it, I've seen what you're talking about." But there's no intent. It's accidental. But you know what? Again, the referee's got to know, and I think he's got to look at it. The reaction of the players says a lot. 
and I think the referee's in a real difficult decision there. If he looks at it and thinks, all right, it was accidental, then that's his that's his opinion. That can't be wrong. That's what he's seen. But when we look at it from all different angles, it gets slowed down. And and, and I, I felt both of them were, were blatant. And the referee has to, and it's that it's the consistency of them making those decisions. But the referees had a poor one the other night. I don't have a clue what was going on with the, the Dundee United submitting game. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, John Beaton. Now Jim Goodwin's come out after the game, and I know, I know Jim. Jim's a fantastic guy. You know what I mean? I had my 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 A license with Jim. Uh, They've never, they've never, they've never been blatant. They've never been obvious penalties. No chance, you know. No, I, I uh, totally agree with you. The Shaughnessy's um, bought it there. He's, 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 um, he's thrown himself to the ground under minimal contact. And the second there's no, one, there's, oh, there's, there's no, that you think about the contact. Reynolds is, is coming. He's following his man. If a player stops and then just yeah. feels the, the little bit of contact, exactly. The referees have got to be more savvy to it's that. It's two players that standing is, next to each other. I mean, that's what I mean by contact. Yeah. I'm not talking about um, making a challenge here. I'm talking about two players in contact Spot while on. standing next to each other. That I didn't Spot mean to imply on. that there was any kind of uh, infringement by. I think it was Reynolds yeah. there. But yeah, I'm totally with you. That that, that was one was Reynolds, ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Talk to me about Loris Shankland. It never even touched his. Well, it, it hit his ribs. It's possibly it hit ribs. Hit, it's possibly hit both, but I, I agree with you that even under the new rules, that is a that that probably shouldn't be a penalty. But I think the new rules and the yellow card, by the way, the, the new rules, a yellow card as well. I know, I know. The, the, the new rules have led to the referee giving that. I think, even though it's probably still not a penalty under the under the new rules. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's going to be another summer where they change that handball rule again, isn't it? It's coming. It's, it's definitely getting changed. I, I, I just, I'm looking forward to seeing the wording. That's all it is. Because they can't do it mid-season, it can, can they? Yeah, it's an absolute disgrace, you know. But the the referees, no matter what it states and uh, in, in, in the wording, every decision they make, it can be it can be down to the the actual individual, you know. If it's if if it's a and this is something because I went and done my, the referees course Craig I went and done it down here uh, and I was saying well wait a minute by you leaving it up to the individual and I've asked this question either, if you leave it up to the individual if it's if a, if a player kicks a ball away in the first couple of minutes it should be a yellow card it doesn't matter if it's in the first 10 seconds of the match or the, the last 10 seconds of the match mm-hmm. it should be and he said no 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 we leave it up to the referee because there could be a lot of tension in the game that you don't know the scenario everything Oh, wait a minute that's a grey area then yeah I so this think... is why ref- this is why referees are getting criticised because from one match to the other the exact same instance not getting not getting not getting uh, gotten, getting uh, represented in the same way by referees is it so we have a former qualified referee on the podcast and he um, I think I'm sure that's pretty similar to what he says as well that you kind of you ref within the context of that actual match Um and he also said, which I found quite interesting, that if you were to kind of hold a class of referees, basically, and put up a decision, and you had 12 different referees, you would get potentially get like a dozen different interpretations of that incident. And he, he does right, say that wrong. a lot of it that's still wrong, comes then, down it? to... I, I think it might be something to do with an, just with the nature of the sport. It's impossible to have black and white rules on absolutely everything. So I think you're going to have to. It's going to have to come down to interpret, interpretation at some point. But yeah, yeah, he would be better placed to speak to you about this than than I am. I've, need, I've maybe butchered his argument. Okay, you need to get him on as a guest then because it's it is it's and it'd be an interesting one. It's like you know I know that we do a weekly podcast, but you know that there's certain decisions that you think how's that possible. And it'd be great to get an actual qualified referee's opinion on it, 
and just say, well, okay, take us through this because me and Craig, me, me, uh, me and Chris, or me and yourself, you know, what, what, what we're, we're different opinions. And then if he says, well, you're both right, then, then, then the rules have to be changed because. If they've got right a referee's job, and I've, I've got to say, right, it is very difficult. Yeah, with definitely. The speed of the game, it's with the speed of the game, they need as much help as they can. We've spoke about it. Scottish football, they have to jump on board the whole VAR thing as well. Now, if VAR, if VAR got involved, you're talking about red cards. You're talking about goals being disallowed. Uh, you know, I think uh, there is so many things. There's so many things, and 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 it's so important to these clubs. The results managers losing their jobs you know it's so important that there's so much investment and I know it's it's a lot of money bringing VAR into, into the league but the referees need help they do because you look look, look at Hearts Hibs in the in, in the in the semi-final you understand things would have happened differently yeah. players would have got sent off the result could have been different Hibs it's would have had a penalty at a, at a decent time yeah at a crucial time Hibs would have had a penalty yeah yeah, but, but and, and hearts and hearts as well, you know. So there's 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 many things, that, and it's crying out. The referees need help, but I think they're not helping themselves by basically leaving it up to interpretation of certain instances. They need to be dealt with the same. Okay, if this happens, this is what you deal with. No matter the context of the game, if someone kicks the ball away, it's a yellow card. If someone stamps, you know, it's it's a red card, and it, then 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 it nullifies it. It nullifies diving out the game, which we all don't want to see. You know, because like you say, Shaughnessy, you know what I mean? There was no contact at all. But it, I, And it's one of them, I always say, I hate that when a, when a player stays on his feet and you hear, oh, the player was honest there. If there's any contact, the referee should make a decision anyway if the player stays on his feet or not. That's a penalty kick. That's 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 put that player to a disadvantage. Yeah, yeah. unless, unless there is an advantage given, yeah. Yeah, of exactly. course. Yeah. Exactly, Craig. Um... Anything else that kind of stood out to you? Let's say um, I don't know Ross County Motherwell game. That uh, that was the game I watched on Wednesday massive, night. Massive and um, massive. at half time it was looking pretty grim for Motherwell's season overall with um, them being one 0 yep. down and they had never come from behind this season exactly. yet either. I never knew that stat. I, I never, never knew, knew that either. That um, we have a Motherwell yeah. fan and he dropped into the group chat that when they equalised he put in all caps an equaliser, telling us that it was their first equaliser of the season. That's mad. That is bizarre and the quality that Motherwell have as well. But you know what? It says a lot. It says a lot. A completely different team came out in, in, in that second half. You you know what? When I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking the goal they conceded. I question Mugabe's positioning, you know, but I can understand it because they actually followed uh, Ollie Shaw uh, quite deep. But it was just a clearance ball. And I've just got to think, I think Declan Gallagher's got to do so much better there. But this is what I tried to put to to the to, to Shelley and to, to Jonathan is that Graham Alexander's obviously saying, look, I want you to play out from the back. I don't want you just going long. You know, you've seen the you've seen the centre back splitting from goal kicks. And if that's getting hammered in, hammered in, you can see that Declan Gallagher never just what what she should have done was just come through and clear the ball. You understand? Put your head on it or put your foot through it. But you see that he's trying to take it on his thigh just to keep possession of the ball and, and, and play because you know what he is a good footballer and if that's getting drilled into you as a manager then all of a sudden that's what you're going to do more often than not Jermaine Hilton's come in kind of took it away from, 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 from Gallagher but then you're thinking about the other defender he's thinking that the Gallagher's going to take the ball Mugabe's got to then think anticipate that he might make a mistake there might 
And then if he actually anticipates that and, and reacts probably a second quicker, he's making that challenge on, on, on Hilton before he gets the shot away. And I've got to say, Liam Kelly. Yeah, I know. It's a poor one. He's a, he's a decent he keeper. Done? He's a decent keeper, but that's a that's a poor kind of, especially after the trouble they've had with keepers this season. Um, yeah. That's a poor one to to have on, on sorry on the fans' memories that early into your yeah. Motherwell career. But he made a decent save later on, and we, we know did. the guy has some pedigree. He is a decent goalkeeper. He did. No, he is a very good goalkeeper. But again, it's just one of them. You just think if you if you're making that decision to actually go, and I felt that maybe to try and maybe smother the ball. You just parry it away. Make sure you you, you make contact with the ball at least, because yeah. that's just a Ollie Shaw done what good strikers do. You know, he just followed in and he's he's tapped it into an empty net. But again, just to come back in itself, Mother will come out in the second half. Oh, and you and we're all saying, oh, Graham Alexander, whatever he said is it's definitely worked. They were on the front foot. They were they were picking up second balls. Tony Watt was excellent. Excellent, you know yeah. the, the shot. He probably never connected with it well, but mm-hmm. the Cole alive to it. They get the goal. Talk to him about Mugabe's uh, header as well. You know, lack of it, lack of it. He's following him all the way, but you know what? You got to stop the run. Yeah, I know. You can't allow him to tack it. You're not going to beat him in the air with that one, are you? You're not going to rise. Gonna, yeah, John Hughes. John Hughes came out after that match and says, "Oh, it's a free header." <laughs> well, I'd like to see you jump two point five <laughs> meters. You know what? But you can stop as a defender. You've got to think right. That's that's the athleticism Mugabe's got. I've got to try and. Uh, stifle his run a little bit can I break up can Lakovic get closer can he have a little a bit more body to body there to stop uh, Mugabe having a clear run like that but what a fantastic header and I'm delighted for Graham Alexander I'm just saying it's like yeah, like you say his first win a massive result and now they're just they're, 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 they're looking up I think they're on the I'm looking at the league with, with the teams above well game in hand with uh, the team above and, and it's it's what a couple points in it as well so again it's just went back to winning ways now can Motherwell build on that can they build on that win and that's it but it's a fantastic result that was a, a massive six pointer which we were discussing as well on Wednesday before a ball was kicked wasn't it yeah it was a huge one because like I say at half time that was looking quite grim for Motherwell I think it's interesting what you were saying about Gallagher trying to take that ball there um, to go back to what you were saying before because we were speaking about it last week how the employed that kind of approach against Rangers and I mean it's unfair to say they got away with it but they got out of that match without any howlers without getting dispossessed in a terrible area and it leading to a, a, an easy chance for Rangers and we did say that there'll be lesser teams will punish them if they try to do that kind of thing like lesser yeah. teams than Rangers yeah. and it just shows you that that's happened against Ross County but at the same time when Motherwell become better at that those kind of opportunities once Gallagher's kind of if he's winning them and stepping away from the striker that takes three three strikers that are kind of on the break out yeah. the game and then they're all of a sudden they've got they, they, they can break on county when they're out of their uh, when they're out of their shape so yeah as they get better at that then th- that will start then leading to, to kind of more opportunities and that, that's obviously what um, Alexander's goal is to, to get them playing like that seems like well, it anyway. like you say they've done it against Rangers I, I think it's you look at it as a, on the management side uh, if you're John Hughes coming up you think you know what they're going to take chances at the back they're going to try and play out so can we set a couple little traps can we chase everything and put pressure on them uh, and that's exactly what they did but you're, you're but you're completely right with what you're saying if Graham Alexander is setting them up to go out and, 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 and play no matter how good a high press is or a high block whatever you want to call it if a team's composed enough and has the quality to play through it 
then like you say they take a complete uh, line out of that team if it's an attacking line or midfield line wherever they wherever they have that quality to play through but that the, that team that's playing the press have to then respect and drop and actually have to then re- regroup to go again so you look at a Celtic team you look at a Rangers team it's just natural that's what they do they, they don't have to force the issue they've got quality players and that's exactly what Graham Alexander's trying to do and bring in and you know what he'll do and we spoke about this other night he will coach the players these players individually will get better under Graham Alexander because he's a big believer and that's how he wants them to play now if it's uh, if it's the likes of uh, Mugabe Gallagher whoever it is Carroll uh, or O'Donnell he will give them scenarios if a team set up like this this is the option and it's weird because when I was academy coach at at, uh, at Wolves we had five we had five outlets so you want your centre backs to split if the strikers split and, and go with that, then the, the goalkeeper can then go to fullbacks. If the fullbacks are covered, then you can go to your holding midfielder. If the holding midfielder comes, he then comes and goes away. The other midfielder comes in. If he's then followed, then the, the keeper can go to the, the striker directly quality. There is always an option. Mm-hmm. You understand? I spoke to you when I played under Gianfranco Crozola and he came in and he was the exact same. Yeah. I want you to play out from the back. I want, And I says, well, wait a minute, this is a championship gaffer. I says, teams will just go man for man. And he says, all right then. And I swear to you, he blew my mind. He took me onto the training pitch and he actually he took us all out. He, he went patting a play and he made the keeper come out. The keeper's at 25 yards. 25 yards out. So he's outside the box. As soon as a player goes to the keeper, he went, right, stop. Where's the space? Yeah. And he's right. He creates that that, that player that, that's that's committed to go to the keeper has left his player. So you just and it's you you can always play out, but it's about the players being brave enough to do that in a game, no matter what's on the line. And I think if Graham Alexander can just drill those good habits into the, into good players, by the way, yep. into very good players. Yeah, it's a decent but, squad. Exactly. Then yeah. and they take it on board. No matter if they make mistakes, if if uh, if he's saying to Gallagher, you know what, I understand why it happened, but make a decision. I'm telling you what to do. If if there's any danger, if in doubt, can you just get 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 your foot through it or head through it? But make sure you get there first. But again, it's good habits getting drilled in. And this is this is something we spoke about about the remit of Scottish managers. What is it? Mm-hmm. Is it to is it to improve the, the 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 squad, the group of players individually and collectively for the long term, or is it just to get results? Now we could probably have arguments that, that that Robinson who was in before Alexander was a good coach yeah he, he improved, improved players. the players definitely yeah but he, got, he, he lost his job because the results weren't there mm-hmm. you understand now Graham Alexander's come in Stephen, ja- Stephen Gerrard as well as getting results has improved the players Neil Lennon you think okay Celtic have been very dominant but it's, he's, he's, a, he's more of a, a motivator you know John yeah. Hughes at Ross County he's more of a motivator but in saying that that you can see that he has tweaked a few little things that, that's uh, yeah so, Hughes is a decent coach as well Hughes does want his teams yeah. to play football as well he's he's more pragmatic than some that like to play passing game but yeah I mean he is a motivator as well I and mean, that's a huge part of his management but I, I think he's a not bad coach as well from yeah. from the outside so looking is- in yeah, well, that's an interesting one. It's a, and, and we can probably keep it for, for for a couple of weeks down the line. But it'd be quite interesting to get people's views on what is the remit of a Scottish manager. Because you look at the teams that are down the bottom, like a like a Hamilton, obviously Ross County are down there. 
You know, St. Johnson, I know Callum Davidson's a fantastic coach. You know, I know that players will get better under Callum Davidson because I've seen it firsthand, what he does, the attention to detail that he puts to it. You know, Alex Dyer, you know, again, you know, he, he is a fantastic coach because I know for the fact that Steve Clark's seen him very early doors in his career, knows what he brings. But it's still the, the player's responsibility when they cross the line to put that into action. Mm-hmm. But it'd be quite it'd be quite an interesting one because we've got to remember football is a result business. It's not about a brand of football. It's not about... But you've got to remember, if you're a club owner, it is about the long term. You're not just bringing in a manager to say, all right, to get results. You're bringing in a manager to bring a philosophy to the club, to take the club forward, so that five years, ten years down the line, they've built something on great foundations. I'm I'm sure that's what it is for most owners, though, is it not? Yeah, I think so. I think it's it's probably varying from club to club, isn't it? I mean, because, like... um Robinson did improve players, and they sold on some of their academy players to exactly. kind of to make their uh, to, to give them a financially secure future and things like that. So it, it probably varies from club to club to club. To be honest, uh, there'll be some clubs that will be tired of not winning a trophy for a while, and they'll bring somebody in who has a track record of maybe being good in cup competitions or something like that. So it probably does vary from from club to club. And I think the remit this season. For most clubs, will just be survive, won't it? Given the <laughs> given the circumstances and the restraints, yes. uh, restrictions we're under uh, with COVID. But there's one team I want to speak about before we finish. One of your old clubs, and they have made another cup final recently. You won a cup with them, uh, St Johnston. They're now in the League Cup final. We don't really want to talk too much about the game from the other night because there wasn't really the most eventful match. But uh, yeah, what, what did you think about your your former club making another cup final? I think it's fantastic. You know, you got you got to think uh, Callum Davidson very early on in, in his managerial career, a club that he knows inside out, uh, and he, he's right in what he says. I like the way that he, he, he handles it. You know, it doesn't mean anything unless they actually go and win the cup, and that's going to be that's going to be one one hell of a game. By the way, again, you look at Martindale. You know, the the form that. It's, it's ridiculous the I form that, that he's actually what he's brought what 12 games is it 10 wins 2 draws against Celtic 8 clean sheets out of them by the way yeah. it's ridiculous it's mad but I know. again St Johnson have been guilty of uh, of creating and not being not, not finishing mm-hmm. they've dominated games they've created chance after chance and you know what we're cup final we're cup final now to look forward to I think you know what there's talk that it might even get put to next season which I hope it doesn't happen really there's talk there's talk they're thinking about doing exactly what they did this year and just put it to next to give a chance for fans oh right I was was trying to think that's the only reason that you would I suppose yeah I couldn't think of any other reason reason there because again it's another fantastic occasion they want the fans there so they're sitting thinking two teams that rarely make finals yeah exactly 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 so they're trying to there is talk about they might just it might not be next next month but then it becomes like the semi-finals and the final of the Scottish Cup there where you have movement between squads and it's not really the same teams that kind of got there so we want we want the fans there but we're in weird times yeah exactly it does it does it does what I was going to say was it gets 
there'll be there'll be something for these players to look forward to. There'll be something for these players to kind of set their sights. The training levels will just come up. Callum Davidson will be it'll be very difficult for because all the players will be at it because they say I want to play in that cup final. So if it does get put to next season, it makes it a little bit harder for Callum Davidson to kind of keep the players motivated. So again, I guess he'll want he'll just want to get it done. Uh, How much will his so, previous but, experience? I mean, he won the cup with St Johnston before. Yeah. Uh, as uh, was he assistant manager or was he? It was. It right. was. Yeah. You know, he's been there. He, he knows the feel. It is very different in this climate, though, Craig. You understand? Mm-hmm. I think uh, which which makes his job harder. But again, the experience that he's got from being there, done it, won it before, will play a massive part in the way that he looks at it, the way that he looks at his team, the way that he builds his team uh, from now till then. If it is going to be next month, you know, I thought I knew, and it, it, I know it in hindsight, but I knew that we were that, that St Johnson were going to win that final. I know that Dundee United were favourites, but there was just a feel around the place. You know, the the way the manager Tommy Wright, the way that Callum, you know, there was just a buzz. And I know it's that's good, man. That's good management. That's good coaching because there was just a fantastic air of confidence, and you could just feel that there was a buzz. Yeah, this is going to be our time. I know there's a few things in the final that kind of fell fell in our favour. You know. Uh, Manis, the one off the post could have happened. The one off the crossbar could have happened and went in. But just little things just fell in fell in St. Johnson's favour. But Callum Davidson is a fantastic coach, and I think he's 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 got the players' respect. He's got a he's playing with a brand of football that creates chances, mm-hmm. and that's what St. Johnson have been guilty of this year. Uh, they've been letting too many chances pass them by. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I think we're about at time now, Chris. I think uh, I think that's about it. You've got to go prep for the match that you're doing. Is it tonight or this weekend? You're tomorrow morning, mate. Tomorrow Norwich, morning. another four hours in the car tomorrow. So wow. it's uh, yeah, early one for me. Early kickoff as well. Norwich, Middlesbrough. So yeah, I'll go and do a little bit of prep. Uh, go chill with a little man now for a bit, and then uh, done. But it always flies, mate. Always good fun. Yeah, brilliant. And um, thanks for listening, guys. Be sure to check out all the other stuff that goes up and we will see you again next week see you later on Chris take care bye bye Sports Social Podcast Network Hey guys it is Ryan I'm not sure if you know this about me but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can I like to work but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.